Hello there friends and welcome to the Friday Night Word Show on the Kwalide FM podcast. My name is Tamsanga Ogachuma and this is a podcast comes to you every Friday Central African time at 7 at 1900 hours and this is a podcast that focuses on family life issues as promised in our previous uh, podcast we promised that we will invite uh, uh, a well-known speaker in family life issues He is uh, known as the village preacher. I don't know whether that still applies. (laughs) 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 And uh, he is the founder uh, of a ministry called Living Power Ministry. And he hails uh, from the kingdom of uh, the north in known as Benda here in South Africa, and he is known as Mashudu Rabengani. Welcome, Elder, to the Friday Night World Show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes. Uh, are you still known as the village preacher? Um, the, the villagers are complaining. <laughs> okay. but, uh, yeah, for now... Um... <laughs> <laughs> for now, for now we've resorted that I will visit the villages more so that uh, I can maintain my status. Yes, yes, definitely. I saw your status that the villagers were complaining. Now, now, uh, tell us a little <laughs> bit more about the Living Power Ministry. What is it all about? Um, Living Power Ministry uh, started some years ago. Um, mm-hmm. We, it's a ministry. Back then, when we started, it was a combination of uh, family life ministry and public evangelism. Mm-hmm. And when we started, public evangelism was more about 80% and family life was about 20%. Right. At the moment, power is 95% family life. We still do a little bit of public evangelism once in a while, but it is focused on issues around the family. The aspects of the ministry will address we do um, premarital counseling, um, probably on a normal week, every night to see probably two couples for premarital counseling. We do marital counseling. Uh, we do relationship counseling for the young people even before they get into premarital. Um, we also do seminars on family life. Um, then we, those are the first seminars that we host. Yeah. And then we have got a publishing side of family right. health, living power where we have got a number of books that I have written and published. Mm -hmm. And um, we also move around supporting churches in terms of their family life program. Powerful, powerful. And I see you have got a a special within South Africa of four books. Can you just give us a bit more information on that? Oh, oh, yes. Um, These are four books uh, that we have, which is um, uh, Unleashing the Marriage Potential, um, big book, and the other big book is Thriving Through Trials, my latest book that I produced last year. Mm -hmm. And we've got two small books which are part, uh, which have a series called Words with power. Mm -hmm. One is how to love 
how to live, love, marry, and stay married. Another one is tempted, tested, and tried, but still standing. So all four of them, um, they are at a special discount of 300 trend, and we Korea anyway in South Africa. For- oh, that's powerful. That is powerful. That is powerful. So, so no, thank you very much, Elder. So if, if somebody wants to reach out to you for counseling for premarital uh, issues, how can they get in touch with Living Power? The obviously we've got a website which has got yeah. all the contacts. The website is livingpower.org.za. Mm-hmm. Livingpower.org.za. And also there is a WhatsApp number. The WhatsApp number is 078-215-5737. And uh, they can also call on that number or they can just send a WhatsApp in, mm-hmm. in, on the same number. Okay, so if, if, if somebody is outside of the country, can they have a Zoom a counseling session with yes. you? Okay. Yes, we do, we do, we do online counseling. We've got, I mean, we've been counseling couples in UK. We've got uh-huh. couples in Lesotho, Zimbabwe, all over the place. Ah, that's powerful. That is powerful. Thank you. That is the village preacher for you, ladies and gentlemen. So if you are looking for marital services, counseling, I mean, counseling is very important. I remember I went through counseling and I still remember the things that were shared with me. Now, uh, let's get into the topic of the day. Let's, let's talk a bit about intimacy. As a, as a marital counselor, what is your understanding of intimacy? In marriage, intimacy um, from the biblical point of view, mm-hmm. it is the the highest form of connection between two couples. Mm-hmm. Um, it is defined in Genesis two verse twenty five. Genesis right. two verse twenty five. Um, it is the only verse in the Bible that defines what marriage was before the fall, before sin came into the world. Mm-hmm. It tells us what marriage was. And that Genesis 2.25 has to be a goal of mm-hmm. every relationship in terms of intimacy. So we know that Genesis 2.28, Genesis 2 verse 18, God says it's not good for a man to be alone. Genesis 2.23 after Adam sees Eve, he says, this is a bone of my bones and the flesh of my flesh, mm-hmm. making a vow. Um, in Genesis 2.24, then God declares them husband and wife. He says, therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and cleave to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. Mm-hmm. 25 then mm-hmm. describe what they were because they've just been declared husband and wife. 25 declares them what they were. And verse 25 says, uh, they were both naked. Husband mm-hmm. and wife, and they were right. mm-hmm. naked and not ashamed. So, intimacy is mm-hmm. a position where the two can be naked right. and not be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Now, if you think about it, uh, couples generally are naked in their bedroom mm-hmm. and they're not ashamed. Yeah. Because uh, the bedroom is a, it's a safe place to be naked. Mm-hmm. Now, marriage. It's supposed to be a safe place to be naked and not Mm -hmm. just on the issue of physical intimacy, sexually. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's supposed to be emotional intimacy. That Mm -hmm. means emotionally, um, marriage is supposed to be a place where I am totally naked, that I can share my innermost emotions uh, Mm. about me, about what troubles me. If I was abused as a child, if something had gone wrong, it should be a safe place to be there. Um, financial intimacy. It should be f- safe for, for me to share my 
financial commitments and financial plans and, and not be ashamed. Yes. And not be ashamed. Now, so the idea of not being ashamed is that people can try to be naked. If tonight we had to ask all the couples to open their hearts mm-hmm. and be naked, mm-hmm. many will be ashamed because inside the hearts they will find the lady next door or the <laughs> man next door. Okay. The heart. Mm-hmm. They will be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Um, if they have opened them, themselves financially, they will be ashamed because they know that there's some money that they used for something that they're not supposed to. If they have to be open also emotionally, there will be other things that they are hiding from each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'll tell you, for example, a woman, a woman said to me one time, uh, mm-hmm. they were having all these challenges in their marriage. And she yeah. said to me, in order to be aroused in bed, in order to be aroused, Mm-hmm. She has to imagine her ex-boyfriend. Oh, my word. Because if she doesn't do that, the sexual experience will be uh, painful because she will not have been aroused as a woman. So so many people do not realize the mm-hmm. interconnection of all forms of... Um, they come together. So... Mm-hmm. In, in, if you think about the, the sexual intimacy, yes. the sexual intimacy is dependent on all other intimacies. So you think about the other intimacies as bricks that you put, and the sexual intimacy becomes the crown on the top. Mm-hmm. And okay. if these other building bricks are not there, mm-hmm. it's difficult to reach that point, the highest okay. point in terms okay. of uh, uh, sexual intimacy. Okay. You know what? I, I want to, sorry, I want to come in there, Elder. You, 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 you touched on something very important for me. You said intimacy is nakedness, is nakedness. And I, I, I don't want to lose sight of that. Would it be that, and, and maybe you've alluded to say there are people who are naked, but not naked to their spouses, but naked to external parties. Is there such a thing? Oh yeah, it is possible. Mm. It is it is possible that um, um, <laughs> um, it is possible that um, people can dress up when they come home yeah. and get naked when they go outside their homes. Yeah, you know, um, when I talk about emotional intimacy, mm-hmm. uh, I use physical intimacy as an example. Right, and the fact is. If we're talking about uh, sex, whether they call it making love or whatever, let's stick it with sex. Yeah. If you talk about sex, it's difficult to have sex with your clothes on. Right. You know, you need to undress. And that's, yes. That's how you must do physical sexual intimacy. Yes. And yes. emotional intimacy in many times is that in our homes, we are dressed up. We are never naked. <laughs> so we are trying to be emotionally connected while we are dressed, we're dressed up. Mm-hmm. And it is possible that we dress up only when we come home and we yeah. go outside. And it is possible that, let's say, a lady, she mm-hmm. might even be, forget about a man or an affair. Mm-hmm. It is possible that a lady can be, can be uh, undressing to a friend. Yeah. And when she comes back home, mm-hmm. put the clothes on. Mm-hmm. And the man can be undressing maybe to a colleague, maybe even to a female colleague. Yes. And dressing up when it comes to his own wife. Mm-hmm. It is possible. Right. Okay. Okay. Remember, yes. remember mm-hmm. also another thing. Another thing is that you only undress when you feel safe. Yes. To do so. 
Okay. So if you don't feel safe to do so, you will not undress. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, um, when we look into the journey to intimacy, Mm -hmm. um, it is a journey that is connected to the issues of communication. Okay. So you will have you will have five layers. Mm-hmm. And because we are on radio, it's difficult to to show to show to show them uh in, in a diagram. But imagine five layers. Okay. And the, the most outside form of the layer, um uh, this is where you know where you start. And if you look at it from in in terms of communication, mm-hmm. um this outside layer it's it's that layer where you you meet someone and mm-hmm. um you talk how are you i'm fine we call it the cliche you, yes. you, you just talk yeah it's acquaintance level it's an yes. acquaintance level mm-hmm. outside layers acquaintance level now if you say to something hello mm-hmm. how you hello and the person uh, doesn't respond and stay mm-hmm. you don't go further but yeah. if they say hello and how are you you greet you move to the next level, which we call it sharing of information. So you start sharing information or facts, things that you've had. You know, there will be a cold front. There will be this. You share things that you've had, which are not yours. These are not personal things. You're just sharing. Yeah. Now, if somebody appreciates your fact and they, they, they're interested, mm-hmm. you move to the next level of sharing ideas. Now mm-hmm. it's your own thoughts. Right. You know, if you've got a clue, you can take ginger and honey. I think you can can do this you can you're sharing your own thoughts yeah again you can only share your thoughts if somebody appreciated your facts mm-hmm. if they didn't appreciate your facts you will never go to your thoughts yes and after sharing your thoughts and people appreciate your thoughts you go to an inner level which is mm-hmm. called sharing of emotions yeah. or feelings mm-hmm. now this is where friendships are built and broken this is where many many relationships and marriages fail because you see, sharing of emotions, emotions um, and feelings have got zero IQ. They have okay. no intelligence. Yeah. So nobody, nobody benefits from them. Mm-hmm. People can benefit from your sharing of effects. They can benefit from your thoughts. They can benefit from emotions. If somebody shares their emotions, they only share emotions with people they know they've invested in the relationship. Yes. If somebody comes to you and says, I feel this way mm-hmm. they are not asking you to reason with mm-hmm. them yeah. asking you to to if they are feeling burdened they're asking mm-hmm. you to cry with with them if they are yeah. feeling excited they're saying rejoice with me yeah it's 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 it's, it's that level where you care more about me mm-hmm. than you care about being right. um, and if you can care about my emotions Mm-hmm. The next level is what we call gut level sharing or intimacy. Yeah. So I, I, when I get there, I become undress myself. So mm-hmm. at the very beginning, I start by just sharing words. Then I share mm-hmm. facts, my thoughts, my feelings. I'm opening. I'm opening further. So these are doors that open to another. And mm-hmm. when my, when I'm comfortable in how mm-hmm. you deal with my emotions and how you deal with my feelings. I go into the inner part, which is intimacy. Right. Intimacy, that's where I become, I become naked. I no longer worry because I know you care about it. Mm-hmm. So the testing place where people fail is sharing of emotions. Right. And you might have seen spouses 
trying mm-hmm. to reason out why what makes you feel like that whoa, whoa, yeah. why why like that? You, you no no <laughs> if it doesn't matter if i'm crying yeah. i want a hand over my shoulder to say it's yeah. going to be okay yeah if i am celebrating mm-hmm. i want someone to celebrate mm-hmm. with me mm-hmm. so i was i was living a, i was living i was explaining this to a couple the importance yeah. of sharing of you know and and I said, people who care about your emotions, they're the ones you're most excited about. That's yeah. the ones you bond with more. Mm-hmm. So I, I said to them, to, if you're going to find out um, whom you're most connected with in terms of your emotion, ask yourself a question. When mm-hmm. something really bad is, who is the first person you want to call? Yes. Yeah. When, when something good has really happened, who is the first person you want to call? Mm-hmm. Those are the people who who you trust them to care about your, your feelings. Yeah. And so I had this young couple for premarital counseling and the young, and the young lady says, yes, she stopped me. She interrupts, says, yes. Yeah. I think I'm more connected to my younger sister mm-hmm. Than, mm-hmm. Than, to, than to my fiance. I said to her, explain to me. She says, no, uh, she was thinking at university. She says, um, I would have passed a course. And after yeah. passing a course, I'll, I'll call my fiance. And I said, I took the course. And my fiance will say, congratulations, well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ends there, you know, well done. <laughs> and she says, I'll call, I'll call my younger sister. And my younger sister will shout, no, don't say it. Come on now. He says, for the next 30 minutes, we'll be celebrating that course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Backward and forward. Don't come on now. And he says, so the question is, when you have passed the course next time, are you going to call the guy who says, congratulations, well done, or are you going to call the girl who says, no, don't say it? <laughs> you know? And so that's why you can't force intimacy. Yeah. Because of the position that you have, relationship. One needs to be caring enough yeah. to be there. Yeah. That if it excites you, I remember this one time, a friend of mine calls me, and it yeah. says, I can hear from the voice, says, I've been appointed to this commission. I didn't even know what it means. I just mm. started saying, hallelujah, <laughs> praise God. <laughs> and, 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 and when he has, and when he, and he, and he has come down, I said, so what does it mean? Are you going to get more money? <laughs> Give me some. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you are my friend and you are shouting you're excited who am i to say so what is it about what 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 are you (laughs) so the the connections happen when that thing even if i'm one responsible for your tears yeah i must be caring yeah enough and when we do that we build up a base from which intimacy happens so now this is what happens if i share with you my feelings yeah. And you don't care about them or you use them against me. That's mm-hmm. childish, whatever. Yeah. I close that door out. I will not share my feelings with you again. Mm-hmm. I'll share with you what is on the next level, which is my thoughts. Yeah. And if I share with my thoughts and you say, what, what, what makes you to think like that? What's wrong with you? I will yeah. close you out my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I will only share facts. Even if you look at my facts and you judge my facts, Mm-hmm. Where did you get that from? So I turn. What, 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 what newspaper is that? And then I will close you out and leave you on the acquaintance level. Mm-hmm. That's why tonight, if you speak, mm-hmm. there are couples who can't trust each other. Forget about intimacy. 
They can't trust each other with their emotions. They can't trust each other with ideas, not even with their facts. Yeah. That's why tonight, one, one will arrive and say, hello, how are you? I'm fine. Where's my food in the oven? That's all. Mm, mm, mm. Now, can, 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 I, can, can, can I, I just want to interject there and come in? Yeah. Because some years ago, you, you were at a seminar and I attended, I think I've attended maybe five or six of your seminars, um, including the, the, the men's seminar, I think in 2019 yes. in Kempton Park. Yes. And you, you spoke yeah. about something that now I'm, I'm connecting to this to say, uh, you know, African men are very uh, caring and intimate before marriage. And once they get in the, the European sort of <laughs> in their approach, and, and once they get married, something changes about them. <laughs> and, and, and I'm trying to link this to this intimacy and to say, what, what would have gone wrong? Why do we have this transformation in men? Why can't we continue with this intimate approach? You know, baby, how are you? And we're caring. We go and buy that two-rand ice cream and eat in the park. What happened? Um, I imagine there is a failure of understanding um, the view to marriage. Um, Mm -hmm. I think in that presentation, I argued that marriage is seen in terms of fishing. It's a rival. And when you catch a fish, you don't play with it in the river. You go and fry it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so on the wedding day, they catch a big fish mm-hmm. and they stop playing with it and go and fry mm-hmm. it. And they feel, it's a fundamental failure to understand marriage because if you go to how God uh, defines marriage in, in, in Genesis 2.24, yes. when he says, therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother, Mm-hmm. He says, shall cleave to his wife. Now, cleaving, many people misunderstood it, that maybe it's like super glue, you know. Yeah. No, from the original language, it's to pursue with great energy. So mm-hmm. he leaves father and mother and pursue with great energy. Mm-hmm. Now, marriage, it's a place to pursue. Mm-hmm. Many men make a mistake of pursuing their spouses before marriage. Right. And when they get married, they, they relax. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Marriage, when you get married, you leave father and mother for the rest of your life is to pursue. Mm-hmm. So that's why it, 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 we almost do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Because you think I already have it, then I must relax. No, actually, <laughs> the, the truth of the matter is that um, mm-hmm. marriage only, the quality of marriage is not on the the bond of that you are my wife or my husband mm-hmm. it's on what you do on a day-to-day basis the pursuing that you do mm-hmm. so if you don't pursue each other that means the marriage itself its own quality will deteriorate over time okay. so you don't do it you don't do it for your spouse yeah. you do it for your own self because if you don't do it your own, for your own self, the marriage will deter. Marriage, marriage is a place where both husband and wife should be chasing each other. Yeah. When they wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. is that what am I going to do to make him happy? Yeah. What am I going to do to make him happy? Yeah. That's the whole reason why people left their homes, their father mm-hmm. and mother. Yeah. That's what they're there to do. So this mentality, um, it might have been messed up by the issues of dating and whatever where Mm -hmm. men believe that now that I've arrived, I need to stop everything else. No, actually, you are stopping what the game is all about. The game is about pursuing each other. And if you don't do it, 
You are not going to be happy because she's not going to be happy and nobody's going to be happy. And after a while, it will disintegrate. Mm-hmm. So intimacy, intimacy, the core of it is this pursuing of each other. Right. So you can almost realize that. So if, if people um, think about um, somebody who got married to someone from Cape Town and yeah. the other person is from Limpopo. Mm-hmm. And for the past 10 years, one should be able to map the map of how one has left Cape Town and the other one has left Limpopo and they mm-hmm. are rushing towards each other and they are approaching Bloemfontein where they're going to meet mm-hmm. because they are pursuing, they're getting closer and closer to one another. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of what the opposite where people are, are falling apart from each other, it's supposed to be that journey. If we understood marriage properly, mm-hmm. the intimacy, it should have been that each day that goes by, people are getting closer and closer and the intimacy becoming sweeter and sweeter over time. But mm-hmm. because we take the mentality of arrival, yeah. because we think we arrived, not realizing that we're actually departing on the wedding day, not arriving. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Now let me, let me, let me then, you, you, you've touched, I, and I, I think I've got a deeper understanding of what intimacy is and should be. There are things that are, are messing up uh, intimacy. And I, I want to talk about, there's a, I think it was the, it was the Times Live or the Sowetan that brought out a report to say, uh, South African men are one of the top consumers of porn. Uh, and, I read a, a, an article, a report that said about 70% of men in the church are consuming pornography. Uh, let's talk about how pornography and the, the, the overexposure to sexual in, innuendos has affected intimacy in the home or in marriages. Okay, so if you, if you, if, in order to fully understand intimacy in marriage is a bit complicated um, than um, how it is viewed uh, sexually. Most people will look into intimacy and look at <clears throat> what people do in the in the bedroom, uh, you know, foreplay, all of those things mm-hmm. as a way of uh, part of intimacy. But in fact, that's actually the cream part. The broader issue of intimacy has to do with how we resolve conflict. Right. Has to do with how we communicate with one another. Mm-hmm. It has to do with how we treat each other throughout the day and how we relate with one another. Mm-hmm. So, if you think about that, it is much more complex. And, and I, I'm, I'm going to answer your question, but I want to build it up in this way. Yeah. It is much more complex. So um, a couple came to see me. Mm-hmm. The man is complaining that he is not getting enough intimacy in the bedroom. Right. And I realized in in one in the, in, the, in the assessment forms that the wife was complaining that the husband is belittling to her yeah. and shout at her in front of the children, mm-hmm. and uh, he calls her fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, so so if you think about it, this woman during the day, she's treated like a child. She's shouted in front of the children. So yeah. there she is, um, you know, uh, squeezing her legs in, in being terrified by the man yeah. who is shouting at her. Mm-hmm. And now at night, she must now open the legs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. become a woman. Mm-hmm. 
Now that that's child abuse. Yeah, yeah. That's that's actually child abuse because <laughs> the little girl who during the day has been shouted with other children, yo, now yo. she must now uh, and and she has been squeezing her legs throughout the whole day. Now she must now become a woman and spread yo. the legs. Mm. And how do you move from being a baby during the day and to becoming a woman at night? Um, so if you if you if you have to understand the 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 intimacy and mm-hmm. when we talk about the issue of sexual intimacy, mm-hmm. men's um, women's intimacy is connected to their heart. Right. A woman can only be aroused if her heart has been aroused emotionally. Right. This is why if I go and find a random woman mm-hmm. tonight and she thigh, mm-hmm. uh, she will not be aroused. She will probably kill me. Yeah. Kick me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, because, because you are trying to do something which requires a deposit of the emotional. Yeah. It is this. It is this thing that men fail to understand the pain of rape. The pain of rape is not just physical violation. Yeah, it's emotional violation because mm. man cannot allow somebody into her body who is not already in, in her heart. Mm-hmm. So it needs to be in the heart before it gets to the body, mm. and mm. and that's why the issue of foreplay. It's not what a man does in the darkness when he reaches out his hand and touches the woman yeah. in the blankets. No, mm-hmm. foreplay happens in the morning. It yeah. happens two days before in how the person is treated and how mm-hmm. you, you care about you getting emotionally. And I'll tell you this because married men don't understand it, mm-hmm. but promiscuous men understand this well. Yeah. Because if a man sees a woman, a colleague in the way at work, whom mm-hmm. he wants to sleep with, mm-hmm. he knows if he goes to her and he say, hey, uh, my sister, hey, can we go and have sex after work today. He knows he's dead. He's buried. Yeah. So what does he do? He appreciates yeah. Oh, you look so beautiful. That's a beautiful dress. You know, you look, you look amazing. And they also know now, these corrupt men, that modern women don't just want to be appreciated their physical appearance. Now they must be appreciated their intellect. So he mm. will go on and say, oh, you're so smart. Oh, that's so wise. And he knows by so doing, he's getting into the heart. He can have a three months plan to mm-hmm. sleep with her, mm-hmm. depositing into you emotionally until he can get her. Yeah. But a married man believes he's entitled. Yeah. So he can empty the emotional bank and still hope to mm-hmm. get into, into the physical intimacy. Because you see, the requirement remains the same. You see, it doesn't matter whether you're a, you a husband or you're a, you a cheating partner. Yeah. Emotional deposit is still the prerequisite to arouse a woman. Yeah. In fact, when a woman is, when the deposit emotionally is huge, a mm-hmm. woman can be aroused not even with a touch, but with the voice. All right. From afar. Yes. Okay. okay. That's, when, that's when the emotional tank has been filled, it's overflowing. So, mm-hmm. So, okay, and the men, the men's, obviously the men struggle to understand it because the men's, the men's emotion, uh, arousal is connected to his eyes. The man mm-hmm. looks, he's aroused. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why this whole madness of switching off the lights in the bedroom before the deed is not helpful to men. 
keep the lights on because the arousal of men depends on seeing. Okay. So, anyway, okay. Now, yes. now let's step back to the issue of pornography that you're saying. So if you think about if you think about it, intimacy in marriage mm-hmm. is complicated. Right. It requires a functional marriage. Right. It cannot be hijacked. Okay. So pornography and prostitution can hijack the process. Okay. You see, God did not want us to to just have sex and enjoy sex for what it is. Mm-hmm. He wanted us to build the entire relationship in the process. Can, can you repeat it's, that one, Elder? Can, can you please repeat that one? <laughs> so, power, so, 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 so the idea of sexual ecstasy, yeah. God put it up so mm-hmm. deep inside right. so that to get there, you must have fixed everything else along the way. Yeah, It's a build-up. That's why sexual ecstasy is a celebration of a happy, healthy marriage. Right. So the idea is that they are building blocks that will take you there. Mm-hmm. And you see, pornography and prostitution and those kind of things, it's people who are trying to um, sidetrack mm-hmm. and get to the destination, uh, to the end, without going through the right path. Okay. Okay. Because, okay. because you see... Um, um, so when a marriage is happy in the kitchen and it's happy in the living room, it's happy in the dining room, you go to the bedroom to celebrate it. Yeah. So because there is no happiness in the bedroom, in, in the living room, there's no happiness in the dining room or whatever. So mm. people are fine inside the dining room. Mm. <laughs> give them, give mm-hmm. them that they're supposed to get in the mm-hmm. main bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like a counterfeit it's like an idol mm-hmm. it's a counterfeit of what the original is yeah you know so it's it's a false religion of some sort mm-hmm. because you see true religion was that which it's a celebration of a successful happy marriage mm-hmm. because when the two have reached that sexual ecstasy yeah and they are done and there is that overglowing happiness that overflows from that, connects them further mm-hmm. and creates their bond stronger. Okay. So anything else is stealing from that joy and yeah. that bonding that is yeah. supposed to be. Right? Yes. So, so, so if, if you think about whatever man is uh, releasing uh, outside of that bedroom, mm-hmm. that was supposed to be the glue that holds the marriage together. Mm-hmm. But it's a counterfeit. Okay. And it's easier because it does not require the task that is required, the task of building a marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, so so it's a it's a it's a it's it's a it's a detour that people take to, to go and steal yeah. that which because they are not willing to work for that which is for real. And you know, it's 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 um and obviously the dangers of issues of pornography is the fact that is that you've got people who are acting, you know, they are acting. Yeah. People yes. who pornography things, they are not having sex. Yeah. They're actually acting. Mm-hmm. And these are professional actors. If you think about acting, that means 
they were um, auditioned. Yeah. And they were lousy actors who were kicked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then, then they were professional actors. Yeah. Who then succeeded. Yeah. Now, you are looking at these professional actors. Because they are good in acting, they make it look like it's natural. Yeah. So they make it look so natural to both men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, and as they say, don't try this at home. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's setting you up for failure. Yeah. yeah. It's setting you up for failure because um, the one at home is not a professional. Neither is you a professional. Yeah. You are neither a professional. The, your spouse is not a professional. And um, if you think about these actors, yeah, that means not only do they look at their body yeah. uh, to to qualify, they look even at the specific organs that are used in their acting job to, to, okay. <laughs> to make sure <laughs> that they are of the right size and shape for acting. <laughs> I hear you, my elder. <laughs> I hear you. Now, let, so, let, let <laughs> yeah. no. I I just want to 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 take it to take it to another level to say, you know what? Somebody is sitting right now, listening to speak right now, and they are saying to themselves, "Man, I have I have failed in this thing called intimacy, emotionally, intellectually, financially." And this person is now saying. I hear you, I hear you, village preacher, I hear you. But how do I rise up from the ashes? What, what do I need to do both as a man and as a woman? Because I, I, I want to get out of this mess, this lethargy, this stagnation that I am in. I want to have a better marriage, a, a, a marriage that is full of quality. How do I rise up from the ashes? Oh, um, it depends on how deep people are. I mean, there are mm. people who are so addicted to pornography, they will probably need therapy to yeah. get themselves out. Mm-hmm. out of. Um, but by and large, um, yeah, you know, I, they, I believe that um, people must um, uh, withdraw from those things and find their own journey. As a yeah. couple, yeah. Now, and you see, and when we say that, when I, I'm also not, I know there was people who used to advocate, even church people who used to advocate for soft porn, yeah. um, mm-hmm. as opposed to hard porn that people can use as a couple to spice up their marriages. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not really an advocate for that. I, I am at the same time, I'm not an advocate for ignorance. Yeah. Now. There is a lot of, there are a number of books about sexual intimacy from a Christian point of view. If yeah. you are here in South Africa, you can go to Kum bookshops. You find books like The Art of Marriage, mm-hmm. Sexy Christians, a number of other books that you can read up. Yeah. Because one of the things that I found with many of us who are Christians is yeah. ignorance. Yeah. And ignorance of a very simple thing. Because you see, let, let me let me give an example. Um, mm-hmm. I, I hope your, your listeners are adults. Yes, so, they are. <laughs> a woman is groaning and is groaning while yeah. during a sexual act. Yeah. It is difficult to figure out whether it is enjoyment or it's pain. <laughs> it, it can be very confusing. Yeah. It can be very confusing. Yeah. So, a number of things. One of the things is that. 
it is important for a man to study the physiology of a woman to understand how women make up is what makes a woman to respond um you know in different things things that we've been talking about about the importance of the emotional content yeah, of, of, yeah. Of, of the mm-hmm. um another important thing is communication yeah. communication yeah every marriage must have the state of their sex conference where they just talk about sex state of the sex conference <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes, this is the first time I heard of that. <laughs> okay. Um, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, state of the sex conference. And um, this is, it's not because there's a problem. We're just yeah. sitting down to talk as a couple. What yeah. do you like? Mm-hmm. What do you like more? Yeah. You see, um, women in particular, they read women magazine. Yeah. And the problem with women magazines are written by women for yeah. other women talking about me. Yeah. And and they will say something like hundred ways to please your man. Where do mm. they get that from? I mean, <laughs> there's probably five or three ways to please a man. I mean, where do you get a hundred from? <laughs> so they're trying to, to fill up a magazine. Yeah. And they say a hundred ways. So instead of reading a magazine, ask your husband what yeah. pleases you. It yes. is when I do one. Yeah. Ask your wife. What mm-hmm. pleases you? Yeah. You know, uh, when you do what? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and uh, then we'll say, you can touch me here. You can hear. And not mm-hmm. only that. Yeah. And um, even during the sex act, mm-hmm. let couples talk to each other. Yeah. Uh, this is a bit uncomfortable. Please do this. So that you don't get confused. Yeah. And, 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 and sometimes as women out there, Move his hand to where you want to be held. Yeah. Guide him. Mm-hmm. Because I found couples sometimes they particularly Christian couple, they act like sex is a black box. It's like what happens <laughs> in there, nobody must must never say it. It's just a black box. You know, just come out, you know, whatever. No, no. Talk about what you like. Talk yeah. about because you can find the guy is doing something that irritates you. Yeah. I mean it, they're touching you. They're doing things that are. They think you're enjoying it. But we, we're not. So talk about it. What do you mm-hmm. like? What do you want me to do more? Yeah. What will please you more? And the yeah. other person give feedback. Give feedback. And one thing you'll find about sexual intimacy is mm-hmm. that, and this is the beauty about God and intimacy. God has got a sense of humor because yeah. there is no one sexual experience mm-hmm. that is the same as another. Yeah. There is not one sexual experience that is the same as another. Every sexual experience that you will ever have, mm-hmm. it will be unique. Yeah. And this is why there is no need to go outside because God has made this thing to be so dynamic. Mm-hmm. One, I, had, I, I heard one preacher say, um, sex is like a meal. Mm. And those who are married will know. There are some times when... Uh, the meal is like Christmas. It's like a full buffet. It is wonderful. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's a struggle. It's just <laughs> pop and milk. <laughs> or just pop and milk. Yes. <laughs> I, I, just hear I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's, it's, it's the dynamic nature of it. Yeah. And that's how dynamic it is. And that's why, that's why it is important for people to... And, and you see, many couples are stuck mm-hmm. on having uh, rice and beans today. Yeah. And tomorrow, 
they do they change it to beans and rice. It doesn't help. It doesn't yeah. help. Yeah. I, I was I was at one church in um, in uh, Johannesburg. I won't say which. Yeah. And and the and the and the brother says uh, stood up in the afternoon and he yeah. says there is only one one sexual position that yeah. God has ordained. Oh my word! I, I had to tell him, you know, call him to order. Yeah. To say no, no, my. God. Yeah. The way God has created those things to be in that position. Mm-hmm. He has made it so dynamic. Some talk about even up to 150 positions. Yeah. So why do you want to have rice and beans and beans and rice every day? Yeah. <laughs> you know, why not try something else? You know, I know, you know, times are hard. The economy mm-hmm. is hard. But, you know, you can have, you know, some little cabbage or spinach and, you know, variety. Yeah. Yeah. So that, because you see, I was talking to this man. He's, mm-hmm. he's a well-accomplished adulterer mm-hmm. and and i'm saying to him why 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 are you doing this thing he says to me uh you see there are certain things that I do with this other woman that i cannot do with my wife. Mm-hmm. i said why why are you not doing everything with your wife mm. uh no you know <laughs> uh, yeah it is the same mouth that kissed my children anyway so the, the, <laughs> he, he, Giving all kinds of excuses. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> giving all kinds of excuses. I mm-hmm. said to him, "Man, go home and do everything at home." Yes. Yeah. Don't give us stories of things that are done over there and are not done here. Go home and do everything, everything at home. You know. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm saying to couples: Don't confine yourself and end up being boring every day. You know, try new things. Mm-hmm. If the children are sleeping. You know, do things in the kitchen yeah. or in the living room or, mm-hmm. or in the dining room or if the if you've got a garage inside a parked car in the garage, whatever. <laughs> bring in spice. Yeah. <laughs> bring in spice. Bring in excitement. Stop being predictable. You know? Yeah. 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 You know, because otherwise, I mean, I'm just saying, even if it's beans and rice, let the beans be a bit different. Yes. Put in a bit of yeah, some carrots. Yeah. Put some carrots and put on some other stuff and and create the whole the, the whole environment to be a bit more exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, great, yes. There are Christian books. There are Christian books that can talk about this from a Christian point of view. And in in the, you don't have to be going to pornography and all of those things. You, you can learn from these things and you you can you know study mm. together and read about these things together and 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 improve. Mm. Mm. I mean, the, one of the most devastating thing I was a couple that came to me and they said they would be married for 12 years. And this woman says, I have never enjoyed this thing for 12 years. That, that's you know, tough. so, yeah. And, 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 and today we even have, you know, a sexologist, you know, that you can go and uh, consult when things are bad. And for men, you know, there's no need for grown up men after 40 with all your erectile dysfunction. There's men's clinic, mm-hmm. you know, you can go to the pharmacy, get some stuff because many men, because now they are, they are no longer able to perform. They give excuses or they watch television until late, you know, mm-hmm. to avoid because they can, uh, you know, you know, there's help, there's help yeah. out there Yeah. that, you yeah. know, that men, that men can have, you know, because we are, we are seeing a growing number of women who are now complaining that we know men generally complain of not having enough mm. time in the bedroom. Yeah. Now we're getting more women who are complaining that uh, the lights are not happening. 
And yeah. it has to do with the fact mm-hmm. with all the with all the things with age coming up, you know, yeah. it is it is um you know, some things are no longer working as they used to. Yeah. But there is help. There is help. Uh, yeah. There's help available. Uh, there's no need for you to be ashamed, you know. Um, you know, you know, you go to men's clinic, you will mm-hmm. find other men, they queuing up, you know, uh, you know, you'll get help. <laughs> right. No, now, Elder, let, let's, 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 let's wrap it up. Um, and I, I just want to thank you for, 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 for really, you know, putting it out there in detail for us. How important is counseling, you know, for for married couples? How important is it for emotional counseling, uh, spiritual counseling? How important is it? Because we we live in a time and a generation where <clears throat> there's an assumption that I know everything. But yet at times, the reality of marriage, you don't know everything. And sometimes you need somebody to open your eyes to something. and there's a there's a feeling amongst black people to say counseling is for white people. Runa, the black people we don't need this. How important is counseling? Uh, it's very important. Um, a woman a woman brought a fiance. He's yeah. some top executive, you know. Uh, brought him here, brought him here, kicking and screaming, mm. and, um, and uh, he was saying to him. That we need premarital counseling, and the yeah. guy says, "No, I don't need anything like that. I know about marriage." And I, and I, and I tried to explain to him, you know, the importance of it and why it is important, but he wouldn't listen. Eventually, mm-hmm. I challenged him. I said mm-hmm. to him, "Come here for one second. Yeah. If it doesn't blow your mind, mm-hmm. anything you think you knew about marriage, I'll give mm-hmm. you money back. Yeah. If you don't get things that you never knew before, then mm-hmm. I give you money back a guarantee. Yeah. I'm telling you now." You're going to figure out you didn't know anything. Yeah. The truth of the matter is that when we speak at churches and in, 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 in seminars, we mm-hmm. are doing group counseling. So no, yeah. anybody who says I don't do counseling, they're talking stories. They're talking, they're not telling the truth. Yeah. We are giving group counseling every time when you speak at the church. Yeah. It's group counseling. So what we do when it's just the two of you, we mm-hmm. zoom in to be more relevant <clears throat> to your needs. Yeah. So in fact, in fact, in fact, when you do that, it's not like, because when I speak at a church, mm-hmm. only 5% might apply to you. It's still group counseling. Yeah. But now we want to zoom in to apply to your own needs. The truth is, if yeah. you think about it, mm-hmm. um, if you, um, the challenge that we have in marriage today, and I'll tell you, um, when people come to see me for counseling, yeah. they always blame each other. One is doing yeah. this one is doing that. 20% of the time, they're telling the truth. Yeah. The other one is doing this and the other one is doing that. 80% of the time, marriage is a problem. It's not any of them. Yeah. 80% of the time, the institution is a problem. They fail to know how to do it, yeah. even with best intention. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you can end up having people divorcing, yeah. blaming each other. That's not the problem. The problem is institution. That's why after they divorce and marry again, mm-hmm. uh, the divorce rate gets higher when you marry the second time. It doesn't get better. Yeah. Because the problem was never the other person. The problem yeah. was the institution. Yeah. So if you, the, the practical example of it is that if suddenly somebody, there's an emergency uh, mm-hmm. back home in Vendor, and mm-hmm. there is a chopper outside in the yard. Yeah. That's, uh, they said, and I don't know how to fly a chopper. 
but I need yeah. to go to vendor quickly. Mm-hmm. So I go on Google to check, check out to fly a chopper. I go, yeah. I go on YouTube, find some demonstration of how to do a chopper. So I went in and start mm-hmm. flying it. Before mm-hmm. I reach my gate, I will have crashed. Yeah. Even with the intentions of getting home. Yeah. So marriages today are not failing because people don't have best intentions. Mm-hmm. It's because they just don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And counseling is key. Yeah. In getting people to know what they don't know. I mean, it was just, is it yesterday? I don't know mm-hmm. when it was Sunday. Is it Sunday yesterday or right. day before yesterday? The day before yesterday. Yeah. Day before yesterday. Yeah. Sunday. When a man came here and he says to me when he left, he says to me, I have grown up in this church for 40 years. Yeah. What you told me about marriage today, I have never had before. Mm. 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 And out of that, the man says his life and his outlook. He is almost 40 years old and not getting married because he was scared of getting married mm. because he never understood what was going on. Mm. Mm. So, so, so the, the issue particularly of black men who says, mm. you know, I know it all, whatever. If you know it all, next time you find yourself, you've got a pain on the side of the stomach, cut your stomach with your own knife yeah. to take appendicitis or appendix out. But you don't. You go and yeah. get help. Yeah. It is the same thing. It's just that now, what is more at risk? In marriage, it's even more at risk than even your physical health because it's your emotional health and it can affect you. You can end up losing your mind and all kinds of things. So yeah. before you do that, it's important that you get help. Mm, 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 mm. No, powerful. No, thank you very much, uh, uh... Uh, Elder Ravenga and the village preacher, we we thank you for coming to the Gualide FM podcast. I mean, I we could have just gone all night discussing this. There's gems there yeah. that you have been throwing. If you were uh, if you were uh, in the military, would be saying you were just bombarding us and we have just been flattened. <laughs> <laughs> and we just want to no, we thank the Lord definitely. We just want to thank God for. For, for, for giving you this uh, ministry and uh, for for helping most of us in our marriages. And uh, if people want to follow you on uh, on social media pages, where can they find you? Uh, they can follow. There is a page called Living Power. They can also follow. It's called Living Power Ministry. They can also follow Mashudu Ravengani. And uh, as I said, they can also contact us on WhatsApp if they want to check on counseling or they want some of our books. Uh, it's 72 plus 72, those mm-hmm. who are outside South Africa, uh, 78215 Yes, and there's a WhatsApp group that you've got that has also got some devotionals. Uh, is it the same number? Yes, yes, if they want to join our WhatsApp group. So we send two messages. There's a devotional in the morning and yeah. in the evening there is a relationship encouragement so we've got a word of vision each of those are just five minutes uh both in the morning and in the evening okay well that was uh mashudu ravengane the village preacher and we just want to say thank you to him for coming through to the Kualide fm podcast well you can hook up with us on instagram uh, twitter and facebook on the Kualide fm handle and we just want to say thank you for tuning in please do share this podcast with your friends with your relatives and with your neighbors until we meet again next time my name is tamsa ogachuma on the Kualide fm podcast Ciao.